0: N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. Lock the gate! (laughs) All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. Welcome to it. If you're new here hang out for a minute get to know some of the other people uh you don't have to you know you, you can talk if you want you can talk back to uh me and to my guest while you're listening you can uh get mad you can uh uh laugh do whatever you need to do just hang out and uh, see if it works for you i i you know i i'm not everybody's cup of tea but uh, that's okay It's a weird thing about uh, getting older or or getting more comfortable. I don't know, but uh, I'm not not really competing with anybody anymore. You know why? Because who gives a fuck? It takes too much energy to be jealous or compare yourself to other people. Because if you're doing okay, if you're just doing okay, you're probably winning. And I don't like to use the word winning. First, I want to say that Allison Janney, the Allison Janney, Oscar award winning Allison Janney, they, one of the most amazing actresses and presences. Is that a word? Presences from the show. She's on the show, Mom, but you've seen her in many movies. She's in the West Wing. She was in, she's been in a million things. But Allison Janney is here. All right. Hey, look, I've got some uh, announcements, Some, uh, a couple of big breakthroughs. Uh, but mostly I'd like to tell the people of the UK and Ireland that I'm coming there in April. I'll be at the Lowry in Salford. April 4th, I'll be at the Royal Festival Hall back in London. April 6th, I'll be at uh, uh, the Birmingham Rep on April 8th. And on April 11th, I'll be back in Dublin at Vicker Street. You can go to wtfpod.com slash tour for all the ticket info for the upcoming, uh, I think four or five more dates at the Dynasty Typewriter here in uh, Los Angeles through February. Those are Sundays at seven o'clock. So they're 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 nicely positioned time wise for those of you who need to get uh, sitters or whatnot. Those are on February tenth, February seventeenth, February twenty fourth, and March seventeenth here in Los Angeles. And then I got a couple of dates in Colorado coming up uh, March 23rd at the Wheeler Opera House in Aspen and uh, March 24th uh, in Boulder. I'll be doing a more extensive club tour, preparing uh, the hour, reaching out to the people, doing multiple shows in multiple cities before I do a few theaters here and there. Keeping it light, not trying to uh, kill myself or win some goddamn prize. But uh, those days will be forthcoming after I get done with shooting of the third season of Glow. So there is that. Something happened that that does sort of um, imply change is possible uh, on all levels, but certainly personal. And uh, yeah, I am not I am not thrilled about it, but it happened, and it happened uh, in a, a sort of a roundabout way uh, in a theater. So what is the dramatic change? I've been doing uh, a lot of comedy lately. I finally broke some ground on some new kind of, you know, personally relevant bits, which is good I'm doing the work on that. I was at the comedy store last night. And for some reason, Chevy Chase got on stage with no act at all, uh, with no- do- did nothing. Yeah, you know, it's sort of weird to see him, but like you, you know, his I used to love him when I was a kid, but you know, over time you start to realize, man, he seems to be a kind of cranky nasty old fuck. And I saw him sitting in the back of the room. I didn't know why. I thought maybe he's just lonely, wanted to come watch some comedy and judge, but he got up there and he took questions for about 20 minutes and it was up and down, but uh, it was one of those things where it's like, why did that just happen? I guess he's Chevy Chase, he can get up there and do what he needs to do, but why did he want to do it? I don't know. It was uh, it was very bizarre. And it happened. I saw it happen. I was there and I was wandering around the back of the room going, what's going on? What is going on? What is happening right now? 75-year-old Chevy Chase is up there asking people to ask him questions in the original room at the Comedy Store. But I think people were, were happy to see him. And, uh, you know, that's what he did. There were some moments, but it was just a bizarre thing where you're like, why did that happen? This is not, that was not life-changing. If anything, it was a little slightly sad, but whatever. All right. So here's what happens. And this is really what I wanted to talk about. The change in my life is that uh, I think I'm turning a corner on Steely Dan. Hey, oh look, it's not a big, it's, I'm not dropping a bomb here. Maybe I am. I've been judgmental and maybe this might give a portal of hope to those people that are upset about my point of view about, you know, Marvel movies. Maybe maybe it's only a matter of time before as I get older and softer before I start to uh, to relent on my opinions about that. But uh, so I was at a play, a play, say the L right, play that that was really the high point, though. I, you know, I don't go to theater much here in Los Angeles but my friend, and I'm going to call him that if I can now, judge me, whatever, I don't care. My friend Tracy Letts has a play up here in, in Los Angeles at the Mark Taper Forum called Linda Vista. And Mr. Letts, my buddy Tracy, uh, set me and my buddy Duncan Birmingham up with a couple of tickets uh, last week. And we went, and I got to say, I don't know how many of you have seen any of Tracy's plays. I haven't seen enough of them. I saw August Osage County, which was genius. Won a fucking Pulitzer. I talked to him about it. But this Linda Vista play is fucking great. And I do not understand why. I, and I've talked about this before. You know, go to the theater. It's right there. I drove down on a Wednesday night and I parked on the goddamn street down there. It was no hassle at all. And I went in and I sat, I did not know what to, I didn't know what to expect from this play. But man, it was, for me, uh, it was relatable, it was funny, it had a great pace, and it wasn't tragic. It was, it was sad in parts, but ultimately buoyed by the, by the humanity of it and the comedy of it and the relatability of it. It's very modern. I, I don't want to give anything away. But there's uh, there's some nudity in the play, but it's not gratuitous. It's, it's kind of visceral and raw and necessary. And uh, it's a lot about relationships. It's about who we think we are as, as people and how we interact with others. And, and, and at the center of it is a cranky, smart, defensive, broken, self-involved man. But there's a lot of women around. There's no there's a balance there are relevant themes in it about uh, relationships between men and women, between men and men, between uh, ourselves and ourselves, between us and others, people from uh, other countries. It's got it all, but it's all very confined almost to three or four settings, an apartment in San Diego and a camera shop and a restaurant or two and a bedroom But it's like it just jams, the language of it, the pace of it, the comedy of it, and the main character, the guy who played the main guy was just great. Everybody was great. And it's a Tracy Let's Play, so it's got some punch, man. But where's the big revelation? Is that what you're asking? Outside of having an amazing uh, night at the theater, what changed? I explained to you it was the Steely Dan. How did it change? Well, the main character in the play he likes Steely Dan and they and in the play in transitions they played like two or three bits of Steely Dan songs and i've been sort of weird and snobby about steely dan i've always felt that it was too sterile too jazzy too clean too you know orchestrated the 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 very tone of it i found condescending but there was something about in between scenes set set, set changes they played uh, just a bit of uh, pretzel logic And there, it just like, all of a sudden I realized like, wait, that's, there's a blues song in there. I can hear it. And I, I got home and I, I put on pretzel logic and I, 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 of course I know some of the songs on there, but I I don't, I've always just sort of been like, oh, okay. Yeah. Of course I know that song. I know the chorus was pounded into my head, but never I, and I, I resented people that like Steely Dan because they really like them. And it's almost like a fucking religion. But uh, I listened to it all, and uh, and I realized, like that that guitar is kind of a little a little dirty. That's not that's not alienating. That's not it. I, this is all right. It might be better than all right. It it might be amazing. I'm not going to give it that. But point is, I turned a corner. I turned a corner on Steely Dan. So Allison Janney, I was um, I was thrilled that Allison wanted to do the show because I'm a big fan. She seems like an an amazing person and an interesting person and somebody I wanted to talk to. And it was, uh, I I was excited to have the opportunity. She's uh, currently uh, in the show mom. It's in its sixth season. It's on uh, CBS on Thursday nights. She's also in the new movie troop zero, which has its world premiere at Sundance this Friday, February 1st. And this is me talking to the truly amazing Allison Janney.
1: You know Phil Rosenthal. I do know Phil Rosenthal. So Phil Rosenthal invited me and my parents, uh, who are in town from Ohio, um, to a goose dinner tonight. So today I text him and I go, what time's goose dinner? And he goes, 5 p.m. And I'm like, 5 p.m.? goose dinner at 5 p.m uh, so so then i was like i'm doing mark Marin's podcast from four uh-huh. to five i can't be there at five and he said Well, will see if you can do it earlier and Hell i was like yeah. well i'll see but yeah. i think i'm just going to be a little late to
0: goose dinner where's goose dinner is that like in palisades or something no he's he lives over in the wilshire mid-wilshire oh. area yeah i had him on years ago and uh, i think it went okay <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what what happened he well, said I, to say
1: hi, so it must No, 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 we're kind. fine.
0: We're fine. But uh, but I watched a documentary he made about uh, traveling to Russia oh, to right. sell everyone yeah. loves Raymond yeah. to a, a global, uh, anywhere he yeah. can.
1: Yeah.
0: And in the documentary, it was clear that his parents still lived in the house that he grew up in. And I had this moment where I'm like, did you, why don't you get him a house? And he's like, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> and I just sort of like, yeah, I have a billion dollars. Maybe you <laughs> Get your folks a house. I think that he finally did, by the way. Oh, oh good. I also- Goose is nice. Goose, it's very fatty. I don't
1: know. I'm I, I'm afraid it's going to be a little gamey. I'm not a fan it's of- It's not gamey, gamey. It's things.
0: fatty. It is? What, well, you've never had Goose?
1: I've never had Goose. Really? I've played Duck, Duck, Goose. Sure. Um, I've had been called Goose. Um, uh-huh. Been Goosed? I've been I'm sorry. Goosed. Yeah, and, all
0: those things.
1: But, but not but in an um, office situation? No, not in, <laughs> Good. A, not in a Me Too <laughs> no. way. You haven't been Me Too Goosed? Um, no. Good. I've been listening to your podcast. I listen to it a lot. You do? Yeah, I do. And um, I was afraid to come on your podcast because uh-huh. I, I feel like I'm a better listener than I am a talker. Uh-huh. Um, so... If you really? could just talk to me for an hour, and yeah, I'm not. Do you uh, want to talk more about goose? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I'm done with the
0: goose. <laughs> My goose is cooked. I have one one goose story where, like, oh, some okay. uh, years ago, uh, it was Christmas, and uh, a, a, a drug dealer that uh, knew everybody and was involved in everyone's life. <laughs> I can't believe and, a drug, drug
1: dealer's associated yeah, with a goose. Yeah, story. no, they had a Christmas okay.
0: party or a birthday party for uh, a guy I knew. that- that is now a farmer in Nebraska, alcoholic farmer in Nebraska. But he they they cooked a goose, but there was no plates, so it was just, really and it was just there was no it, did, it feels like there was no knife, but there was this cooked goose that people were just going at,
1: you just like pass it around, yeah, and just gnaw kind of rip it, peep, rip pieces, yeah, and just uh, and it was uh
0: yeah it was it, it was not the, it was I don't think it was your traditional Christmas no. goose dinner,
1: no, that sounds not very <laughs> not no. not traditional, yeah. I used to have a uh, no, uh, no utensil meals in college. You did? I went to Kenyon College in Ohio, and we used to I don't know. Why we thought this was a fun thing to do? We'd go to the diner in, yeah. in Mount Vernon, Ohio, yeah. and um, and have uh, breakfast, and, yeah. and you just couldn't use utensils. So
0: oh, you had to use your hands no matter what. It yeah, wasn't no like a Moroccan themed. No, oh. no, it
1: was a diner, diner. You know, sunny side up eggs, sure. and, um, and and you just had to. Everything you and your, your friends. Yeah. It
0: was, yeah. Like, was it a, a theater thing? Was, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't
1: know. It was a stupid <laughs> thing. It was a, um, it was a really stupid thing. You, one of those things yeah. you do in
0: college. Did it you anymore. smoke? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. When did you give it up? Uh, who said I gave it up? Oh, nice. No, good for you. Well, I'll tell you what. There.
1: no No. No quitter. <laughs> yeah. No, I have. I've been back and forth with that, and I just... um <laughs> Yeah. It, 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 oh, I've quit so many times, yeah. and I'm I'm reading for the fifth time uh, Alan Carr's Easy Way to Stop Smoking. Yeah, you got to
0: read it again and again. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm reading it right now. Mm-hmm. I have a stop date again, but I did just have to play this role in. Um, this movie about Roger Ailes, I had to play Susan Estrich, the um uh, Roger Ailes, uh, a lawyer. She's a feminist um lawyer, right a, um activist, yeah. ra- rape survivor, incredibly yeah. smart woman. But um, she talks like this. yeah, so I was, um, you know, I was I was doing a whole movie like that, so though I can't I can't stop smoking now. All I right. gotta, you know, did she smoke? Oh, yeah, I think, oh, yeah. yeah, but you know, not on camera, obviously. but you could tell that she, she smoked, so I thought I can't quit smoking now I've got to keep smoking because I got to keep that that voice going for real you want it to there. be yeah.
0: authentic yeah yeah exactly and you still have it good well, so like, I, have it. I can go down there but yeah well you know you if know. you keep smoking you'll
1: just have that voice
0: I'm so I'm you- going to I'm just have Paul Mall's fall out of my mouth Paul when I open Malls. <laughs> strangely mild for the fact that they're not filterless it is my recollection I've never them. smoked a Paul Mall what was your cigarette
1: um, what was? Um, or his,
0: whatever. <laughs> wherever you're at. What did you, <laughs> you start I with?
1: with that? I started with, um. for whatever reason, terrytons because I'd rather ah. fight than switch. Would your folks smoke No, out? no, actually, that's not true. My first cigarette was my, my grandmother, who yeah. I blame. She glamorized it all, because oh. she would go to the beach with her straw hats and her her yarn around her hats and her shaker of martinis and her Marlboro Reds. Oh,
0: yes, that's what well, that was what I started so with.
1: So I would steal... And she had them in her house in the little silver cups uh-huh. with the cigarettes everywhere back oh, when yeah. it was yeah, like, yeah. you know, and I'd and steal you, a couple of those and take them to the beach and uh, we'd go under the boardwalk and smoke Marlboro uh, Reds. It was kind of, yeah. it was like so, I mean, God, that habit was so romanticized and so mischaracterized and every, everything it brings to you. Just yeah. They really did a great job of
0: marketing that and stuff. I, and I still love them. I No matter yeah. what I know about them, my character on Glow smokes and I got to smoke mm. those horrible herbals. But you know what's nice about smoking? When you get cast to smoke, you know how to do it.
1: Yeah, nothing worse than a smoker who doesn't know how to how to smoke. But I told, I, I actually told people how to do it because the, the trick is you never look at the
0: cigarette. That's why right. you look like oh yeah, it's just smoker, part of your body. You just don't look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's so weird to have him back in my hand again. Marlboro Redzo. I read just, just the other day that they were originally marketed to women before cowboys. Really? Yeah. Uh, very. I, I don't know when that happened, but I'm reading a book about uh, the making of the Wild Bunch, and somehow it went on a tangent about Marlboro uh, because of someone in the book. And originally it was uh, marketed to women, and then they just shifted the complete other direction.
1: God, I wish, I wish, I can't even see what the, the visual what the was for, for that, for yeah. women. Yeah. Probably, um, I don't know, but...
0: So did, anyway. what about that Fox movie? How did it come out? What are you feeling? Well,
1: I didn't, I didn't, wait. I just finished, to, I think they, they wrapped today, actually. Really? But yeah, so it's not, it has to be edited and everything has to come out. And I signed an NDA, so I can't talk about it. Except for to say that except for to say that i i did it and but what's his name roach directed it? jay roach directed jay roach it. god i love him he's yeah real, have you met him or i met him on him? a
0: plane once and i have not uh i think we he wanted to be on the show i should probably have him on the show but i forgot you until would today. like him he, he seemed like a nice guy he's a
1: really smart yeah. uh, thoughtful guy as a director as an actor uh he the notes john i got to work with john lithgow and oh, wow. we just were sitting together and jay would come over and say something and john yeah. looked at me and said i've I, everything he says, I can use. Really? There's not. There's nothing he says that you can't use as a as an actor. It's really extraordinary, and he's and he's really gracious and and, and supportive and, and appreciative of what you do as an actor. And
0: yeah, is and, it shot as a comedy? Uh, no, it's you can't uh, talk yeah. Talk about it <laughs> at all? But I mean, he's sort of a comedy director, so I was just wondering. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, this is um uh, yeah, not right. that.
0: Okay, fine. We, I, I understand I'm not going to try. Look at I'm the naked
1: mind of Buddy Hackett. I'm
0: just looking at your book. His shelf. son gave okay. that to me. Really? I, I mean, I'm, I, look, I, I just make, stuck it up there. There's I love a few it. Books, you know.
1: I, I love the 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 book. That's that's a book I would I would buy for its cover. Exactly. The Naked Mind of Buddy Hackett. I
0: love yeah, there's. It. I these are just some of the books.
1: And all your guitars, guitars, might, and then stashed
0: over there, hidden is the recovery stack. That's on the floor there. Oh, I've got
1: all my I've got all my self help books on the bottom (laughs) of my shelf too, like tons of them. My mother sent me one every week when I was in college. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I've got recovery books too. I've got I've got ever I've got everything.
0: I'll be honest with you. When uh, I've had I don't know if I should tell you. What? Well, I had like you know, Brolin was coming on Josh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I I put my I made sure I put my twelve and twelve up up on this shelf. (laughs) So he would see it directly. So he would you know, start maybe talking about. It. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Because you're not supposed to talk about it, but no, I do openly. No. And I, you uh-huh. know, it's like you know, fuck it. I mean, I, in uh-huh. my mind, it, in my mind, it's like you know, normalizing that thing is the best anyone I can do. I think so
1: too. At That's this what...
0: at this juncture, that tradition has to be rethunk.
1: I I agree. I concur.
0: <laughs> so now. Ohio you went to Kenyon, but you did you grow were you from there
1: well I was born in um, Boston while my father was finishing at Harvard Business School and Ooh, then that's fancy then, fancy and then they moved to Cincinnati Ohio and then to Dayton Ohio and my father went into his grandfather's business, which was uh, commercial real estate. Oh, and he stayed in that? And he stayed in that, even though in his heart, he's he's an artist. He's a musician.
0: What's he play? He's a
1: jazz pianist, and he plays guitar. He's just... My dad is 85, and he just I bought him a rec- recumbent trike for, for for the holidays while he's out here he was when I left he was out on a bike trail somewhere and he'll come home and play guitar for hours really yeah he just still sits and, and, he's still, take and at the good? guitar he's really good his hands are uh, he's got some um, arthritis stuff, so the piano's a little harder for him but but he is um st- Jazz piano was what he grew up doing. I mean and you grew up with that in the house? Oh, every day yeah. I grew oh. up with that kind of music every morning, every night he'd come home. I and we used to joke that he learned to play the piano so he wouldn't have to talk to anybody because he really he <laughs> yeah. loves to just be at the party and be the guy who's you know, making the music but yeah, he yeah. doesn't have to do any small chat and he you know, chit chat anything yeah. and and uh and the but the guitar now he just who was he? He was. He made me. I set up my my Sono system for him on his sure. his phone, and he put on. Um Jimmy Rainey is Uh who he's listening to right now, a guitarist that he's listening to. What kind of jazz piano did he play? Old-timey? He lists like Fats Waller or Tatum, that kind of of music. Ah. It it was really great to have that growing up. That's nice. And yet I didn't. I mean, I learned to play the piano, but I didn't um, uh, follow through on that. Instead, I wanted to become a figure skater, and then I went into this, into acting, and then, you know, just it never, uh, my musical talent didn't come out of my fingers
0: but it was but it was an encouraging environment to be creative
1: yes and to music for music is very much a big part of my what i do when i act i always have to find music that um helps me feel a certain way whatever i have to feel in a a scene yeah music helps me get anywhere i need to go yeah
0: So, so you can identify certain pieces of music that'll make you have certain feelings yeah Huh. Yeah. and did your
1: mom yeah, was she a musician? No, she was um uh she wanted she was an actress. She went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York. City, she did, and she was she did Summerstock and was roommates with Rue McClanahan and Eileen Brennan. They were her really good friends, uh-huh. and um, she did plays with um, Tallulah Bankhead and really? Tony Lo Bianco. But she was just a, like an apprentice at a at a Summerstock when she did that. Oh,
0: when they were those guys, those older actors used mm-hmm. to do the circuit, right? They'd yeah, come out and do like a uh, like a. a family friendly or fun show for yeah. a few weeks
1: yeah so she was in in those and got got reviews for her great legs and one i think that she saved that review which was kind of fun to look Toulula at but bankhead
0: yeah yeah i can't i like i have no point of reference for her like i know a lot of older actresses do you no i know really. the name i know to lula bankhead i can't think of one thing that she's
1: right. in right now at all odd. that makes me mad at myself but eileen brennan of course is, is one of my heroes you know I I mean you have to know her I think so
0: no, and the to. last
1: picture show oh yeah of course oh yeah um, she's great The Sting yeah 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 um, yeah, 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 you know she's um, private bench, yeah, private yeah, bench, yeah, bench, yeah, bench. Yeah, yeah 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 she's just she's just genius so is I, she still around She is not mm-hmm. um, but I, I grew up um, getting to go uh, see Eileen in a play we'd go to Chicago because Eileen was in a play there and, and we were kids so my parents would take us to the and she's a friend know, of things. your mom still yes yeah. well she was they, yeah. they remained friends throughout her life and and um. But so that's where I think I fell in love I knew my mother had been an actress and then I got to go see Eileen when I was a little girl and it was so sort of glamorous and romantic to be, get to stay up late and you know to have <laughs> Eileen come visit after her night uh, on stage yeah. and, and I just idolized her so I think that did that, it that helped me you know make up Make a decision
0: to become a Dayton, Dayton, Ohio.
1: It's a real nice way to spend the day mm. in Dayton, Ohio.
0: Randy Newman. Yeah, yeah, I love that song. It's a great song. Mm. Did your dad do any major uh, architectural masterpieces?
1: No, but 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 my my great grandfather did. Um, um, uh, Frank Hillsmith, the Dayton Art Institute, and they're a beautiful building. And he he built it. No, oh, he didn't build it, but he helped make that come. To fruition. Yeah. Um, but no, mostly my dad's just commercial real estate, nothing artistic there. Yeah. Um, but um, I suppose in the wheeling and dealing of, you know, contra, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know, I don't know about it either. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's a big business. They make strip malls and hotels and stuff.
1: He did have a, he housed a, he had a building that he was renting out to someone who had an, it was an ice skating rink. So ah. that's where I got to. Go skating. So I got skating, free skating anytime I wanted. and and i I wanted to become a figure skater. And my mother would get up at you know five in the morning and take me to the rink to come work. on. yeah, I worked on my figures, the compulsory figures that figure skaters do. you know, the they trace um you know figure eights and loops and things. and um, and that came in useful to get yourself an academy award exactly. <laughs> It kind of did. I mean, <laughs> you know why it did? Only because I knew yeah. the world of figure skating. I knew what it took for a mother to get up at that hour and get her daughter to the rink, and how expensive things were. I felt like I had enough of a knowledge sure. about it, a real firsthand that I felt,
0: yeah, I can play that role. I've so been- when, you, <laughs> so you, when you were there next to the ice in the rink, you like it was familiar. Yeah, absolutely. How long did you do that for?
1: Uh, I only did it. For maybe um, three or four yeah. years. And then I had a I had this accident where I'm, I went through a play class window and. On skates? Uh, no. I was <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it seems like something would take some work. Much better story. <laughs> I was going in for a triple axle and I swung too far. and went. <laughs> flew out. out of the ring yeah. and through the play <laughs> class door of the ring. <laughs> no, it was at a party. I'll tell you the true story because I don't. Oh really? I don't is tell there, everyone this story. Is there story. a falsehood out there? There is. Okay. Um, I was a. I just graduated from high school. Yeah. Went to a very exclusive boarding school in the east, in Lakeville, Connecticut, called Hotchkiss. Oh really? My father had prep gone school? there. Yeah, prep school. His father went there. My brothers went there. It was like one Legacy. of those things. And I was like one of the first group of women to go through there. <laughs> I graduated, and yeah. And they were throwing a party for me at home at a friend's house, and. And there was a band, and and there were parents and kids, and and someone had just given me my first Quaalude. Oh, good! And which may have saved my life because uh, here's Slowed how down I figured that you maybe didn't, you didn't I don't know. Bleed out. <laughs> yeah, because I lost three quarters of my blood, like I did almost. Oh say. it, was, my like it God. was It was, it was, you know. And we were playing this game where the girls had balloons tied around their ankles, and and you were in a couple, and you tried to pop the other couple's balloons.
0: Wow. Okay. So I wish I could say like, oh, of course. That no game. one's ever played that yeah, game. Right.
1: And I was cheating. I had a strapless long dress on and I had it tied around my knee but so no one could pop my balloon. Right. And so, the last, and we were the last two couples and someone was, this guy was furiously trying to step on my dress and it ripped it and it, started Came to up. fall off and I right. was like in front of all these people and I r- picked up my dress and ran to go in through the, sli- the porch those oh. sliding doors and some of them were open and oh, some of them weren't and I just crashed into it oh, and the glass like fell on uh, it fell onto my leg which is where I lost um, you cut the big one? And it cut. Yeah. oh yeah my right leg less, less artery tendons it was crazy oh and, god and I just all I could do is I turned to the band which's right there and they're all like their yeah. jaws on the floor and i'm Ooh. like and i'm thinking that i just cut my finger and i'm just saying keep playing keep playing keep playing i'm so embarrassed that i've stopped the party guy like, please keep playing and then i turned around and i looked at everyone in the party just staring at me and it was like slow motion and i thought okay uh okay this is a movie and i'm gonna scream and i'm gonna faint and uh, i'm gonna die and, and i remember thinking that and so i screamed and i remember Falling and and I remember just seeing a lot of people's faces come in over the top of my head, like seeing people with drinks and cigarettes looking over to look at my face, and like it was the weirdest thing. And and then the then the hospital people uh, came, the ambulance. There's blood all over. There's blood all over. I lost three quarters of my blood. Oh my it was, god! It was crazy. It was a crazy. Accident that happened to me in my life. I was in the hospital for seven weeks. What? I missed my first year of of college. I just took, had to take a year off to to. And recover. and again,
0: this 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 helped you do uh, the film Margaret. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> See life <laughs> into art. Yep, exactly. God, that talk about. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, for that, that for that ins- fucking one scene
0: that was insane.
1: Kenny Lonergan is one of my favorite writers on the planet. I just I laid in a pool of blood on Broadway and Seventy Fourth Street for the whole day because I was covered in blood. And they were like, "Well, we're going to take a break. Do you want to?" And I was like, "What am I going to do? Go to crafty and and like I drip. I I can't. I'm just going <laughs> to stay just, here. Just give me a pillow stay and there I, with a teamster. <laughs> and I lay on the on Broadway for the whole like for the whole day. With your
0: fake leg you know, like over a few feet away. Yeah, exactly and that that scene. Was so fucking leveling. Oh my god! Movie, yeah. That scene was, uh, and that's Kenny. Kenny directed me, in the
1: uh, he, I didn't know what to do. I had no idea. Like, how do you? And he was like, "Be mad now. Be, be the." He just kept giving me different things to be. Oh, and, oh and for and each piece. Just, just giving me different directions because he. I think in his mind that that experience must be very like you're um, obviously disorienting, but um, dying, uh, dying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's more than that. I Wait, don't know. I just know that his direction helped me. Don't Yeah, no, no. To be yeah. mad now and
0: be... But be, did you have with the same lines or was it with the... Were same you improvising? Lines. Okay. No, same lines. Okay, just, so you, you just do different to, takes.
1: Yeah, I'm not a great uh, improviser uh-huh. um, except for maybe at the end of scenes I'll come up with something to say right. in the silence. If they let the camera keep rolling then I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll come up with something. A button. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I come
0: up, yeah. <laughs> I love a good but that But that, that, that scene sort of like is the whole movie the well, whole movie is built around you getting hit by a bus which is exactly what kenny told me when he said when he tried to get me to come
1: from la to do it and he said it's just this it's a really pivotal scene it's one scene but 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 you know it will will never get cut you're yeah. in the movie and that's what the whole movie is about it focuses on that incident so it's really important to me please come do it and i said i will i will do it I will do it for you.
0: Did you like the movie?
1: I love my. It's incredible. It really I, it, is it's a
0: masterpiece. It kind of. It really is like a, a,
1: yeah. a post the first post nine eleven. You know, masterpiece. I think.
0: Yeah, and I, I, you know, I talked to him about it, and I, I don't know which version I saw because now I'm thinking like I just spent two and a half three hours, and I might have watched, watched the, the, the wrong short
1: version. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I've seen the long, uncut version. Actually. But I thought everyone's
0: so fucking good, and like uh, uh, w- w- the other woman who plays your friend. Um, what now I'm forgetting her name um, uh, Elaine May's daughter oh
1: you're talking about your uh, Jeannie
0: Berlin exactly yes yes and J Smith Cameron yeah who's Kenny's wife who, yeah who is in she, the yeah she's, she's great. brilliant she's, she's great love her. but you but you didn't get to work with them because you're dead no right everybody's talking about you but you're dead yes. you're long gone yep. dead yeah but it, uh, but a great movie so you go through a plate glass window do you almost die yep. is that what happens
1: uh Oh uh, yeah. Three quarters well, of your blood. Three quarters that, of your
0: blood. Did you see like yeah uh,
1: Um I just know that in the in the ambulance I was really irritated because they kept slapping my face.
0: <laughs> stay like, awake. Stay awake. They
1: didn't want me to slip into a coma, so they kept asking me all these stupid
0: questions. And, so I, But I didn't tell them I had a quailude. Oh. I didn't tell them. The, see how deep shame runs? I, I was so <laughs> your life could have uh, hinged on it, but I didn't tell them you that. You want a cop to it. Is this the first time you've really talked about that the Quaalude was involved? Uh I'm sorry. If it yeah, isn't. I think it is. Oh. Well, good. How does it feel. Do you feel like a burden has been lifted? Do you...
1: Not really. I mean, I, I don't know. I I wish that were more. I would kind of like to try one without going through a play class window. But my, Can't you know, get them I, anymore. I don't think it's the reason I went through the play class window. I think it may have I kept don't you loose. Don't know. Kept, kept loose. you yeah, loose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could yeah. have
0: been worse. Maybe. <laughs> it sounds like it was pretty bad. Though. It was pretty. <laughs> Maybe the quail would stop you from cutting your neck open. <laughs> but if you want to look at it that way. But it doesn't sound like he got off easy. <laughs>
1: no, I kind of want to... Let's do our, like, a Jaws thing here and compare scars. There's my scar here. See it? goes like shit. this and it went all the way down and cut across oh, here and cut God. the tendons and so my foot oh, I, I can't oh. lift up my toes on that foot oh now and, uh, even? yeah, yeah my foot's really fucked so up so
0: that's what that's what got us there is the, the end of your figure skating career and the
1: end of my figure skating career was that and then um, yeah and then I went to Kenyon and, and, uh, and my freshman year at Kenyon yeah. College that's when you know, they had built this beautiful new thrust stage theater called the Bolton Theater. Yeah. And they had uh, Paul Newman, who was a graduate graduate of uh, Kenyon, he was coming back to direct the first play in the new theater. And you're a freshman? And my, I was a freshman and I got in that production and I got to be, I mean, we were, there were just chorus girl parts for the women in that. Yeah. It was called Cece Pyle and the Bunyan Derby. And, Why that play? It was a new play that was they that Michael Christopher, who had just won the Pulitzer Prize for Shadowbox, yeah, he wrote this play for Paul to direct because Paul and Michael Christopher and Joanne Woodward, they're all friends, so they in asked Westport, Michael
0: hanging around, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, yeah.
1: and so they asked Michael to write this play and he did, and it was the only production ever done yeah. um, at Kenyon, and I got cast in it and um, and uh, started a friendship with uh, with Joanne and and Paul
0: as an 18, 19 year old, yeah. It was pretty good. They took to
1: you? Yeah. They were, Paul said, if you ever need a favor, you let me know. He said, it has to be very specific, so don't waste it. But if you have a favor, I want to help you out. And I never asked him for it because I never, I kept judging my favors. I was like,
0: that's not a good enough one. Oh, really? Like, what were some of the options? I
1: don't know. I I don't even know. Like, can you? get me an acting career. I I it took me forever, you know. <laughs> I was weird. like I didn't start working till I was 38. So I had a lot of years in New York where I was just doing, you know, 38. Pa- yeah. Yeah. So
0: wait, no, so you're dealing with Paul Newman in what year? Is that? Um
1: that's uh um uh 80 no, 78, 79
0: somewhere so, there. So wow. So like he was still like it was sort of the new uh you know, older Paul Newman doing movies. Like yeah. around it was at around the time of the Verdict maybe. Yeah. What a great movie. Yeah. God. but what kind of guy was that guy
1: oh he was extraordinary he was so uh, he was a. I love to watch the way he directed because he would he loved actors yeah he loved talking about acting he did yeah he really loved the whole process he loved um, directing he would sit and he would you know watch a scene going on and then he wouldn't direct from out in the auditorium he'd get up on the stage and put his arm around whoever he wanted to talk to and give a note to and and so it became this private relationship uh-huh. you'd have with Paul and I kind of loved it as an actor too to know like I don't want to know what you're being told to do if I'm doing a scene with you Mark yeah. and, and it's kind of cool to not know what the director told you to do right, and, right. and see how it affects me and I, I he just, he was, he really, I just was impressed by how much he loved actors and acting. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah. I was just thinking of a moment I had. I don't, I, I'm new to really sort of. You're
1: great in you know, Glow.
0: Well, thank read, very I,
1: thank you You really are. I love the show. Chris Lowell's a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. And and I, I think the show's amazing. And well, I thank you. I think you're
0: a really good actor. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think if it's in my wheelhouse, I can do it. But here's what, what happened. Uh, we, we, to just talk t- to your story, which is better, but in terms of not knowing what the director is directing other right. actors to do right. um, is I did a very short walk and talk scene with Robert De Niro in this new Joker movie okay I'm going at it with De Niro and it's cut and then I see De Niro walk over to Todd uh oh and I'm like oh and, then, <laughs> and Todd Todd comes up to me and goes hey man like, like I didn't see him talking to De Niro he goes you're coming in a little hot I'm like okay okay yeah okay I'll take it down I'll take it down
1: but yeah, I'm a
0: little jacked up. Uh, know, I,
1: I guess. Uh, I mean, but you'd hope that the director would, if the director wanted you to do that, he would do that. But I understand him going the that. No, that's the right route. That's the right route. Yeah, I, I've seen that before too. When yeah. I and I see someone going to the director, and I'm like, Uh-oh. my uh-huh. hackles go up, and yeah. I'm like, what the. Yeah. <laughs> you know Brad Whitford always says this funny thing he says when an actor gets a note the first thing he thinks is fuck you yeah right and then it's like I suck yeah and And then the third thought is how can I how can I please you how can I make you (laughs) you
0: guys work together forever
1: yeah well I think I keep thinking it was seven years maybe West Wing was six years I can't even remember anymore it it
0: feels like it was on my entire life oh my god yeah
1: (laughs) I I did I mean if I added up all my personal time in those six or seven years I I
0: I probably had an hour of free time. I mean it, it, those hours were I mean do you have them on glow do you have those hours crazy 12 13 hours we're not we're not, I mean they usually make their days give or take an hour yeah. so like you know we're not going much over 12 hours yeah. but we're, you know some days yeah and you're dealing with a lot of people when you have the big cast thing and everyone's got to be there, even if it's just to go, can I leave? You know, even if it's one line, you're yeah. still there. Oh, when we were in the, we called it the awful office, because yeah. it was just, you <laughs> yeah. would
1: be in there for hours, and it, the trick was to place yourself in the scene where you'd have, the, be, have to be in the least amount of coverage, <laughs> and that became the <laughs> you game. You had that choice? It was, well, you, if you justified your care. No, I think that CJ would be standing here, because she needs to be close to the door in case there's an emergency, like, whatever. We in would case like... CJ, in case Allison needs to go home <laughs> early. Because Allison has a party she wants to go <laughs> too she has a plane she has to catch oh Dulé was really good at that Dulé Hill was really good at, at placing right. himself to get out of a scene yeah. oh Just my stay, you're god you're like five
0: feet away from all the other actors <laughs> there's no reason for a, for like an over the other person shot no and no, no overs. I'm alone over here. Okay. You don't so tie me. I'm not tied into anyone. You're free to go. Or, you know, shoot around. Oh did the director God. ever come in and go like, "Why is everyone standing against the wall"? <laughs> <laughs> but 38. So wait. So you were, now your relationship with with Paul.
1: Yeah, and well, Joanne. Um, but you went
0: through all four years of Kenyon. I did. I and you stayed in theater, you but you got what a liberal arts degree, uh, a
1: theater history major.
0: But but you were doing the acting, but that you couldn't major in it as an undergrad.
1: No, right, no. And then did you do graduate? No. Well, I went to the neighborhood playhouse in school York. in New York, which was not a it's just an acting two-year acting program that Joanne Woodward had gone to, and she said you should come to New York and go to the neighborhood playhouse. So. I ended up going there but not because I filled out I'm yeah. such an I don't know what my deal is but I I I didn't fill out the application my friend Allison filled out my application for the Playhouse and sent it in, and I so I got a letter saying I was accepted, and I didn't I didn't apply. So things like that have happened in my life when people do things like for me because they know that I'm I'm a procrastinator and I'm was procrastinating
0: or were you probably a little fear
1: I was probably afraid to go to New York and try to be an actor from Ohio. Yeah, I didn't think I would. I just didn't think I didn't know what I was going to do.
0: Did you were you keeping in touch with them throughout college? Uh, this is pre-email, like I'm uh, with no, the Newmans.
1: No, I saw. I mean, after we, you know, that play was yeah. a pretty big thing for all of us, and we spent a lot of time with them. What so. did you learn
0: from him during that? Mm-hmm. Aside from the, you know, being a, 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 a an intimate uh, director,
1: he's good. I played pool with him. I got to drive his Datsun
0: 280Z. So you learned um, how to drive a stick with Paul uh, Newman? No, the, I
1: had. A, I had. A, I actually, that was how I got. A, the, I auditioned for the play, and I, my grandmother had just given me a Scirocco. Oh
0: yeah, the Volkswagen Sharaco. Sure. Yeah, I had a, a nice navy one.
1: blue Shirako stick yeah. shift were there stripes and no it was okay it's navy blue with tan interior oh nice yeah and I um I talked about my drive from Dayton Ohio to to Kenyon College oh, yeah. and how I could cut off this amount of time if I drove over the speed limit on uh-huh. the stretch and whatever And I thought I was appealing to him. I knew he was a race car driver and I thought this, uh,
0: will, uh, this your Shirako stories would really charm I him. don't
1: know if that's what it was or if I if I just had the baby fat of a, you know, 1930s, 20s, flat. I don't even
0: remember yeah. what the... But part of the audition was driving? No, you just him. had to tell a story. They just oh, said, get up
1: on stage uh, and uh, tell a story.
0: And you were appealing to his, you know... I was appealing
1: to uh-huh, his race car uh-huh,
0: driving uh-huh. Um, interest. And so. it worked?
1: Well, it did. I got you cast. I don't know if that was it or if it was my my
0: good looks or, you know... Maybe you just did a good job acting. Maybe you had yeah. that thing. Maybe I did, but what was his like approach to like talking about actors? Because like he's sort of a method dude, right? Um, I don't know if
1: he's methody, methody. But um,
0: I thought he was the Strasburg I, guy. Now, what I, do I know?
1: I don't know which one. Yeah, he was. I mean, group. Joanne was definitely part of the group yeah. theater, but I don't know about Paul so right. much. Um, I just know that he liked talking about acting and choices and i think she's more into the cerebral yeah. part of it um joanne came to it from the the playhouse um
0: so what is that so you graduate college and you go to new york you tell your parents i'm going to new york i'm going to be at the playhouse after your friend allison gets mm-hmm. you in
1: i know she gets me in mm-hmm. and i go and they're like okay sure yeah they what
0: went. is that thing i remember seeing it what was the actual what was that playhouse
1: the neighborhood playhouse was um, um, it was on Fifty Fourth Street, Second yeah. and Third, somewhere there, a big red door, right, like a, a town four story uh, building, and they they taught a um, lot of Virginia taught elocution and there was breath, there was a little of that breath work. So it was group, a school, and it was a school, yeah, two year program. Yeah. They had a hundred students in the first year, and then twenty four, you know, in the in the second
0: year, right? Um, oh, everyone gets so
1: paid. really you, you get, get there's that, there's a that cut? big a cut. Yeah. Holy shit. And you learned about emotional preparation, and you learned about. I mean, there's some things that just are terrible because you learn to sort of disrespect the the word, the like words, words. Oh right. Just any scri- your script, you sort of they tell you to throw out. Don't worry about the script. It's all about the emotion. Really? Do you so, think the opposite is true now? Yeah. It's but it's yeah. as, as learning to do to, right. to work with the emotion. It's it's a good process to go through to not
0: not think of the. So the, read the it script. and think what's what. Well, like dealing. so you
1: could say a line like if the line was I... Um, I hate you. You yeah. don't necessarily have to say it like, I hate you. You could yeah. be like, I hate is, you. Yeah, you'd yeah, be yeah. happy. or you're yeah. I mean, it just taught you to just disconnect from the script and, and have an emotional life aside from it. And then you, then you marry the two later, but it, it takes right. you
0: years to come to to that I think do you do the action verb thing or the action words for each sentence of the script what you're what you're trying to do no
1: I don't do any of that crap I don't know what I I don't do um, I just uh, yeah you just like you've been doing it a long time and you do it moment I do it I don't and I always feel bad when I see someone's script I've got all these things written all over and I look at mine and there's like absolutely nothing so you don't even highlight the name well that I started doing just to look like I was like you know working Remember. You know, just this is my line. My and then scribbling something to look yeah, like yeah, an Xing and putting arrows and like exclamation point and um, but I don't I don't know I just know I, I I do it as I feel it rehearse it and then yeah. I, I know what it is or maybe I don't maybe sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing right but I'm doing it yeah and it, and it's working so I don't have to that's what I hate having to talk about what I do after is like I have no idea right what I'm Everybody's... doing and and this I don't know how to break it apart or tell
0: you I just but you did a lot of it and you. You do a lot of it, and you work a lot. So I mean, it's like eventually, you've you it's your job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just my job. Yeah, but it. but the neighborhood playoffs, do they, they put on shows as well. Well, for the second year students,
1: you do to showcase to you know get agents to to yeah. be, to come. And, and is that and what you did? I did. I didn't get an agent out of it though. Really? Yeah. I think I was just I was too tall and too uh, not pretty enough to be. Um, um, an knew too weird like I had to grind to get older before I started working I but
0: think wait so I, what did you do from age 22 to 38 or whatever oh god I mean, um, like you're telling me, really, that you yeah. didn't, you didn't. Well,
1: I did, honey. I did. Well, honey, yeah.
0: sweetheart, it's okay, baby. Yeah. All What's those. your name again? Mark. Um, Marin. Mark. <laughs> Marin. Yeah. I'm talking. To I you. did.
1: I, <laughs> I did. I did. Okay, let me tell you. I oh, uh, I scooped ice cream on Spring St- Street. Uh huh. Um, I worked as a nighttime receptionist at a recording studio, which I say, which I, I actually was a drug dealer there yeah. because I didn't know it. But oh, I was yeah. people would were dropping come in and off. dropping things off for the nighttime <laughs> session musicians like oh oh Mr. So and So here this came for you for you know da-da-da. is there a Mr.
0: So and So are you yes, hiding? Yes, I'm hiding name?
1: someone's name. I'll tell you after because you'll probably know. I yeah. don't know, but um, any but, of them. But it was kind of yeah. crazy to to realize that, and uh, I didn't tell my parents that, of course. And then so, I, I was. They know um, about the
0: quailard. They don't. don't oh, know. good. Well, I, do, well I'm maybe. glad you told me. They're just down the street wherever do you they think are they're not
1: gonna listen to this
0: no probably not my dad hasn't so are why you would serious they? yeah <laughs> really a, yeah Wait. and not one of the 900 and come so, on i yeah. mean he's just lying to you maybe he is that's true maybe I don't he know.
1: is does he that kind of guy would he be is he secretly proud of you
0: he's like no he, he's he's proud of me i think yeah no he's definitely proud of me he, i don't know what he's doing like you know you talk about your dad playing guitar my dad sits around going like nah, i just don't want to do anything yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like he just, He's got all this time on his hands, but he can't figure out one fucking thing to do, except uh, complain about not wanting to do anything. What did he do for his life? He was a surgeon.
1: He was a surgeon?
0: He was a surgeon.
1: God, couldn't he like knit what? or something? Or I don't or know if that'll
0: do it. Ta- <laughs> he retired. He tried a lot of weird things. He became a postman for a while because he thought really? I don't know. I think he had some weird idea that he would be socializing with people as a mailman, and then he- <laughs> Then he worked at Walmart for a minute. But how am old I, is he? Is
1: he like my he just 80s? turned eighty? Oh, he's younger than my folks are. five yeah. years older than. So he needs to be doing something.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't Can know. Get him a
1: guitar. Does he play guitar? I mean, he uh, it's
0: just it's tough. You know, he sits around. He does like weird uh, research online. He watches the wrong kind of television. You know, he uh, yeah. What's the wrong kind of television? Fox. He watches oh, Fox. Oh, the wrong kind of television. Yeah. And he's but he's ne- you know, he's never been he's not he doesn't know much about politics, but I think he likes the anger of it and the focus of yeah. the personalities. And he tends to think it's real news. And then he gets on the phone with me and starts talking, doing Fox talking points, and I'm like, I'm not even gonna do this with you because yeah. you don't know what you're saying. Oh, and then I'll good. explain to him that there are three branches of government and that there's a legislative branch and a judici. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, okay, maybe you're right. I don't really know what I'm talking about. But, and you know, your mom, what's your. She's in uh, Florida. She's all right. Sure. So they're da- there, when your dad is. Yeah, he's in New Mexico, in Albuquerque, in where New I Mexico. grew up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, they, we're all, uh, everyone's better off that he's got uh, his life there and his wife, and we're all very grateful that she has him covered okay okay copy that copy that but that worries me
1: i can't what? I want to think about your dad just sitting there It was like ah,
0: I his hobby that. is complaining uh you know that's what he does you know he you know he he that's that's his thing worrying and like complaining I'm this close to that really
1: mm-hmm. i don't want to go i don't, I don't want to go to mark martin's pot.
0: yeah i know I like, where, is what, what, where, I gotta, where is it where is it where do i gotta I what go what <laughs> <laughs> time can we do it earlier <laughs>
1: <laughs> phil rosenthal no. has a goose is no, any- I was really excited about coming to talk to you, although intimidated because of all your you know
0: Anna Ferris said you didn't want to do it.
1: Well, she'll she said that because she No, it's not entirely false. I didn't want to do it because <laughs> I didn't because I was intimidated and didn't as I, was I said, in- intimidated. I didn't want to I'm not, I'm like a, a better listener and I feel like I don't have a well, whatever. I don't want to go down I the self
0: pity thing. I was intimidated. Really? Come yeah. on. Why I was. Allison Janney's coming over, and uh, like I don't uh, All I know is what I know from watching you work. I didn't know which character you would be when you came here, and most of them were scary. <laughs> you're like, which one is she really? Because there's a few that oh. I really don't
1: think I could talk to. Oh my god, you're right. Okay, I get, I get that, I get that, I get that. But my, my, see, I hate when people think that I'm that they're going to be talking to CJ and I'm not that
0: you? But somehow or another you've managed to transcend that which is impossible. I imagine there's plenty of people that still see you as her but I didn't watch The West Wing. I'm one of those people. So like to me you've always been that actress. Yeah. (laughs) And then at some point you were like that's Allison Janney. She's amazing. (laughs) But for about a decade, you were that, oh, that lady. That lady from the, that tall lady from the- From from American Beauty. And And I remember
1: seeing her in Little Things, right? Yeah. And then she- yeah, yeah, that's right. Martin Sheen calls me the big lady. Oh, really? He could. He was terrible with names, and, and I'm he knows bad. my name now. But 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 he
0: would call me the big lady. How did you teach him your name? By walking up, going Allison. I called him Pumpkinhead oh, until he learned. Okay. Till he said my name. I know it was a great show, but I don't know what years were that because I was probably not watching television. I
1: think it was two thousand to two thousand six.
0: Yeah, 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 no, I, I don't know what I was doing, but TV wasn't part of it. That's all right. Yeah, I that's was so busy good. trying to. Uh, to be a comedian a lot of people are coming to it now because it's so great. relevant it's an antidote to you know what's oh, yeah. going yeah. on now can we here. have that one why yeah. can't Martin Sheen be president why can't he oh god what, a mess. Oh, my god, what so, right, a mess so you're scooping ice cream you're a drug middleman, Yep, a middle woman and, uh, and I'm in a lot of theater companies that was big big Theater
1: companies, the Red Earth Ensemble, the Facts Shadow Facts Company, the uh, and then Joanne started uh, the group, the Actors Group of New York, otherwise known as Agony. uh, (laughs) We had that, so we just did plays and tried to get people to come see them, tried to get agents to come see them, and I had you know my terrible agent stories where people had said you're too, you're not pretty, you're too tall. What are we going to do with you? Aliens and lesbians and all that kind of stuff. I had and aliens
0: and lesbians. Of the options, yep.
1: Wow, apparently, and um, and I just stuck it out. I just, um, you know, I, 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 went to the Johnson O'Connor Institute to do aptitude tests to figure out what else I could do because uh, nothing was happening. And no what came me. out? Figure skater? Uh, no. Well, I a systems analyst.
0: Hmm. What does that even mean? Well, what do they yeah. do?
1: Well, is this is my um my understanding is that there are someone someone hires them they go into a company and yeah. go oh I see this is what's wrong you need to do this move this person oh, over here oh, so right. they, they see what's wrong and
0: fix right. it They're Right, fixers I guess so you, you got the control freak diagnosis <laughs>
1: no I feel like they didn't know what to do with me they, they looked at I, you, I envision these broke people the in a
0: room that were like what are we going to tell
1: her well, I don't know because I just <laughs> can't I can't do imagine anything. I can't do anything <laughs> tell her she'll be that's easy systems now. Yeah, like, yeah it's vague uh, yeah and I, I didn't I don't know and then I, I think the next day I got got a job understanding Kate Nelligan and Faith Prince and Terence McNally's Bad Habits at at wow. the Manhattan Theater Club and that was a huge thing for me to get. That was your first job? That was my first job after I was going to quit for the last time. I, you know, I was really going to go In back. these
0: theater so. companies did you come across people that you now know that are, you know, big actors or were you cuz I know there were people that had theater companies and I don't think really? I don't think a lot of people went on to do it. Huh? Um, it's tough, tough, tough. Long haul, tough racket. I would, have. if I were something else, I could have done. I would have done it. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it weird when you're possessed by something and then you know it's too late to do anything else? <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna? It's just like you come up blank. Where you are like? I could always. Oh no, it's too late. <laughs> I
1: know. I'm. Probably, I'm at that age now where I just realized, Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. There's nothing else. Uh, well, the, even well, at 38, it
0: was like wow. Uh, that's yeah, scary I can't do that anymore so can't what what anymore. was the big break outside of being Kate melligan's understudy
1: uh I I gotta say um Okay, well my okay, um getting my first Broadway show right. was uh, Present Laughter with Frank Langella Ooh. that I did um at the Walter Kerr Theater.
0: Oh, that's big. And
1: and which is where Springsteen was doing his show, which was
0: so cool for me to think.
1: But anyway, that's where I have my Broadway debut in that
0: theater. Frank Langella. With Frank Langella. He's a he's a powerhouse. Yeah,
1: he is. I was terrified of him. Terrified convinced I was going to get fired every day of rehearsal. I was I, I it was just the two of you? No, it was a big a big cast. Oh. But but I had to play his ex wife and we're the lead yeah, relationship yeah. Right. um in the in the play. And I, I um I was so terrified of him. And and since you know, I I got through that awful awful um, phase, but yeah. it was really, and my my younger brother Hal was the one who saved me with that because he was he he brought up that movie the Gene Hackman the Hoosiers yeah oh, you when know, they take yeah. the small town team to the big town and yeah. it's like look it's the same size basketball um, court yeah you know, right, all right. the measurements oh, the same right. relationship to that and my right. brother was like. It's all it is, just and cause that it's worked. Broadway doesn't you know it's the same relationship you' got an audience, you got a stage, you and it did it did kind of work calm me down help me help me get over the the bad part of it, and once that once I was out there, you forget how much the audience, as much as I'm afraid of them, they really bring a lot to you know booing you up like feeling sure. like you got, oh um, yeah,
0: it's, it's like that's what you do it for, yeah, like you know, like I imagine after a week on when you're actually doing the run, you're like, holy shit, yeah. this is the way I wanted to do this, yeah.
1: It was kind of fun. I wish it had been fun going back to Broadway. I went to do Six Degrees of Separation last, or 2017, in the spring of 2017. Yeah, no good. No, it was just, I had stage fright, like crazy. Uh, I was like, no, 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 no. What I haven't come all this way to have this bullshit. No, this oh. is terrible. It was really. It was just no. I hated it.
0: I'm laughing at something that. Uh, that do you know Harper David, the actor from Stranger Things? He's. You, you mm. know. Yeah. It was just this that moment where he would. We were talking about a, when you're about to go on stage and you're yeah. freaked out. Yeah. And yeah. you've done it a million times, but yeah. like for some reason there's that moment where yeah. you you don't think you know any of it. Yeah. Like this, he just had this moment where he's like he's like two lines away from his entrance. And he goes, Somebody give me a script. <laughs>
1: I have lived that. I have lived that moment. I have many times. Oh, it's horrifying. It's terrifying. Right I before done I, when I had to go on for Kate Nelligan, when I, in Bad Habits, I actually had to go on. You did? And the, the show starts with a big crack of, of, of thunder and oh, yeah. lightning effect yeah and I'm and you have to, I have to walk out on stage in that thunder lightning and, and, and you, the thunder goes and I'm like what's my first line what's my first line I'm, I'm screaming like literally didn't know and I had to walk out I'm like I don't know what it is I don't know what it is I don't know. and the lights came up and then and it was there. It came wow. out. It just came out. But I I was...
0: <gasps> the worst. Oh, my God. Because that's the one that you need to get in. Yeah. If you don't have that, you no. can't get in. Oh,
1: my God. Why did we... Do- it's terrifying. Uh, awful, awful, awful. I felt like... I mean, not to bring up politics, because I don't want to talk about yeah. it, but that, 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 <laughs> that meeting with... Pelosi and Schumer and Pence and Trump. Okay. In the when Pence is sitting there, I was like, "That is my actor's nightmare right there." Yeah. It's like I'm in a play, but I forget what my lines are. I don't even know if I'm in the scene, but I'm out here on stage. I, like it was like it, it just embodied uh-huh. everything that I, uh, everything that I fear about being on stage and not knowing.
0: Ugh. It's terrible. <laughs> now we, I'm now I'm worried about you making it to the goose party. What time is it? It's four thirty already. We're thirty. That's fine. No, I'm. I'm. My goose
1: party, um, um, is yeah. But I'm. I don't have to be there at five.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Because like I feel like okay. So you
1: know no please.
0: I'm not freaking out.
1: So you do theater and then like you. I got um a soap opera, The Guiding Light. That Uh, was a huge thing for me to get in terms of paying my own rent. Because my parents have helped me along the way this whole time. I'm very fortunate to have had their. Help, mm-hmm. um, even though my father would be, you know, quite concerned and say, "I think you might want to get a, yeah, maybe should be a job. systems um, analyst, um, yeah, or maybe, something. yeah." <laughs> I think I didn't even tell them that um, yeah. outcome, but because um, they would have went, that sounds yeah, funny <laughs> now, <It's annoying. laughs> but um, uh, so yeah, I was I was a ginger, this maid on the Guiding Light, and they paid me very well you did a lot of episodes yeah I did I think I I I always always forget I think I did it for a year it's
0: like a crash course in weird TV because they do you just shoot like a hundred of them right yeah or I I don't know didn't they didn't they it didn't didn't like my impression was they, they shoot quickly they did. They they broke down the
1: day in terms of you were either shot in the afternoon or the evening or the morning or the afternoon. They do
0: like an episode in a day. And it was right? it was
1: great. It was very fast. Yeah. And I I I loved it. It was kind of fun. Do people it.
0: know you from that? Uh, no. Oh, they. Didn't. Well, some maybe some ladies,
1: people out there. But no, I've never had anyone say, "Oh my God." Ginger on the Guiding Light. No one ever recognized me from that. but um, And then uh, shortly after that, I did... You know, Williamstown Theater Festival introduced yeah. me to a lot of people. That's where I think I, think I made a lot of connections yeah. that p- paid off right. later. Um, and um, Stanley Tucci yeah. and I, um, we got cast in this play at, with Naked Angels called um, Fat Men in Skirts. Mm-hmm. It's a Nikki Silver play. Really crazy, crazy play. Yeah, in it, I get, you know, I get, it's a plane crash, and and um, we start off on an island. We've crashed our planes, yeah. crash on an island with my son. At the end of the first act, my son is sodomizing me, then I'm like uh, coming yeah. back crazy from the island. It, it's one of the, but it's it's hilarious and um sounds funny.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> It's really yeah. crazy and yeah. funny, but I did, Stanley was in that with me, and uh, and then he wrote this movie called Big Night. And yeah, he said, I hey, saw that movie. Uh, will you come? You know, be in this movie? Yeah. So that was kind of a cool thing. And yeah. But and then Mike Nichols saw me in that production of Fat Man and Skirts. Yeah. And he put me in um, Primary Colors, which was a huge movie for me because yeah. I got to do that big pratfall down the stairs and be um, and and I know that's where Aaron Sorkin saw that. Movie and wanted to see me for CJ on the West. So those were the primary so ones. Those are kind of big things that that happened that introduced me to people who, who ended up. So you head. didn't
0: do a lot of bit parts in TV, or, two, or you did a few. Uh,
1: I did a few. Yeah. I did one on Bill Cosby show. Um, and I I don't remember which show it was of his
0: you were still in New York though or I when was did in New you York. come out yeah oh, okay. I was in New
1: York and it was I just was I remember though going in for the part of a nurse and then they changed it to a janitor and then they changed they kept changing my part around yeah. I don't even remember, I never saw it I have no idea so I did that little part I did the soap opera I did uh, not too much too, mostly theater all all theater um, things and then
0: so you were like did, and, and did you actually do a Prairie Home companion Oh yeah I did that a lot. And was that like a regular gig? Did you have to live in Minnesota or you'd go knock him out?
1: No, I had, um, I took that job because I was afraid of flying and I thought I got to, I, I didn't want, I told myself I would never let my fear of flying get in the way of taking a right, job. And right. so I got auditioned for the Perry Home Companion and I got the part and, and it meant that I would have to fly every Friday to Minnesota and we would tape the show on Saturday and I'd fly back Sunday. Okay. So I had to do that but I had a uh, my brother, my younger brother lived in in St. Paul. So I got to go see him. So I looked at it as an opportunity to see him and also just get over my fear of flying. So I did it and I had a great time working with uh, Garrison. He's a, a very eccentric, yeah. odd, brilliant man. And um, I had a lot of fun with everyone who worked on that.
0: It sounded fun. I would listen to it sometimes because I just have NPR on in, yeah. Yeah, when I was living in New York. And it, yeah. it was like it seemed a little like uh, uh, oddly I just I I would just listen to it, but it didn't seem like it was really geared towards me. But you know, I enjoyed kind it. Kind of hokey, a little. Yeah, it? yeah. Anyway,
1: but in a guy noir, way. yeah, guy noir. I love doing those skits with him, doing all those. Were you the lady on Guy Noir? I, in some of them, yeah, not yeah. all of them. But there yeah. was a season where I was uh, I played the lady in that, and I did the joke. Episodes with him, and and um, he had some cool people working for him. There was this one guy I wish I could remember his name. He had really long hair, and he would drive the trucks, and he would go to wherever Garrison was going ahead of time to to hang out in the local bars and find out all the the local stories. Oh, and really? So the research, no the shit. Research, and then he'd give it to Garrison, who would write these unbelievable. Monologue. I mean, he never he would just go out and talk. He wouldn't have a script. or oh, anything. really? He didn't have a teleprompter. He would just go out on stage. And just talk huh. for uh, it was kind of extraordinary. Yeah, what, yeah. What he could. Do. Did he get into a little trouble?
0: I don't know. Oh, I, I can't remember. I feel
1: like he. I don't know. Yeah. Now that you're saying that, I'm going.
0: I wonder. But I you wonder. didn't have any problem. No, not at all. Nice guy.
1: You know, he was he was lovely, and I enjoyed doing that show a lot. So
0: after those movies, though, like I think the first time that like I really registered you was in the Ice Storm. Oh yeah! I love the movie because it was a, it was my parents' generation that they were coming of age as yep. young parents in that time. Did your parents do key parties? I don't know, but they were. I I, I feel like there might have been some swinging. I don't. I'm not sure, but like if, looking at some of the pictures of them in yeah. the '60s, I was sort of like, hmm, why are they? I would. I I don't know your parents, but I feel like looking at you that
1: you that I would think that of your parents more than my parents. <laughs> right. No, I my
0: there's a lot of pictures of my mom and some swinging garbage. Yeah. Scarments, my dad and some Nehru collars. All right. All right. Yeah, maybe. That.
1: Not but my that, parents. They were very Um No. They no. Were, not but, not
0: but, that wasn't that wasn't their bag. No. But that was like that was like a big movie.
1: Yeah, it was a cool. It was a really good movie to be part of. And I remember and you know what else was when did okay, um American Beauty and Ice Storm. When did, did those ninety nine
0: and nineteen ninety nine American Beauty Ice Storm ninety seven? So you must have done it like a year okay. after.
1: I guess so. I, I, I think maybe being in that ice storm was helpful to get in. Well, Alan Ball is the one who got me into. Um, see, this is another theater connection because I did his play six, five, no, five women wearing the same dress at Manhattan Class Company in New York. And Alan wrote that. And he had me come in and read for Sam
0: for yeah. American Beauty. Uh-huh.
1: And and then I got that. but. That,
0: that part's so disturbing. I know. What music were you playing for that role in your, before you went on? I wish I could remember.
1: Um, actually, you know, it's weird. I, I, I remember sitting there in that dining room and just staring. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun to think of the best sex you've ever had? Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of thought about that.
0: But you didn't tell your face?
1: No. But it's just like... Longing. Longing. Mm. Something... Longing or something missing, just uh, I don't know.
0: Oh my God, it was like it was a horrifying. It, it was sad character.
1: Yeah, very. I figured she was on the wrong dose of medication too. Oh, that's how. That's, that's what you're thinking. That's, that's a, what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it seemed a like a little
0: um, anesthetized. Though. And the hours that's a big movie for big actors that was good that was the one movie
1: Aaron let me go do that while I was doing West Wing I was the only actor of the main group that wasn't in all of the episodes because uh-huh. um, he let me go do the hours yeah with Meryl and, and London and that was pretty exciting to be part of that and be with her and, and have you know get to do a kissing scene with her and be like you know be her girlfriend it wow. was crazy yeah and she was so much fun which I loved about her. She yeah. was so not like this you know, up on a pedestal and, blah, sure. and she was just a girl. Yeah, she, she liked fun. She yeah. liked to have fun and be you know and I remember, oh my God, where we were staying in in some Hyde Park hotel, I don't know remember, but it was a small little boutique hotel. Yeah. And I think um I think it was John Cleese who was in the other we were in the bar area and he was in the dining room. And I think she wanted to go say hi but she didn't know if he would remember her and I was like Meryl of course he would know who you are go say hello and she comes back just absolutely dejected. That she said she did her best, sort of drive by, where she just sort of walked through, floated <laughs> through, and like looked in his general direction, and and then didn't have the right <laughs> eye contact and kept walking, and and it was just it was so.
0: John was probably just being a dick.
1: Probably, I don't know, but I just it made me love her even more that she was, uh, I was like, seriously, you think you're he's Meryl not gonna Street, I just but, go say hello to him? And, yeah. yeah like, you're, I, but yeah. she, I don't. That's said, so that funny. Endeared
0: that guy her to me. I've talked to him. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah I know. I listened to
1: your podcast got a lot with of, him. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, but I, I guess that Juno too, like that, really. Put you on a bigger map. I know West Wing did, but as a as a film actress, like yeah. starting to kind of like get away from the TV thing yeah. a little more, right?
1: Yeah, I, I was glad that I had the opportunity to be to have those because I think as a lot of people knew my work beforehand as a, a you know on in, in stage and theater yeah. and other things, and and Drop Dead Gorgeous was a movie that a lot of people are like huge fans of cult uh-huh. fans of that movie yeah. and that was a crazy character I played so anyone who was doing research people just knew that, that the CJ wasn't the only thing I had in my my pocket even That's though a relief. that was my what? introduction to the right. rest of the world I mean it became a and lot of people don't want
0: to get her how, what's your relationship with Sorkin
1: um, Sorkin, I I love him. I want. I wish I could work with him again. I don't know. You will. Um no? familiarity breeds contempt.
0: Sometimes. Did you do know. that that uh, Studio uh, sixty thing? Or the I st-
1: did. I did. Uh, I got to be myself. Like well, oh, I was oh. one of
0: the you know guest hosts. And comedy. so uh, let's just get to winning an Oscar. I that was exciting to watch. Wow! Could you believe it? How much did you like? Did you think? It was going to happen. No,
1: I, I I love my my friend Stephen Rogers who wrote I Tonya, and he told me about it when he was writing the part way yeah. back before he even written the, finished the script. He said I'm writing you a part and you get to, you get to wear a fur coat and have a bird on your so- shoulder. And I was like, okay, sounds like a winner. You know, can't wait to you know and and uh, and then they were trying to figure out. They decided they were going to do it. This, you know, whenever we did it, yeah. And I was doing mom and I was rehearsing for my Broadway play. I was
0: doing the Six Degrees. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I was like, I can't. I don't have time to yeah. do this movie, yeah. and Stephen's like, "We're not doing it without you." So we're making it. I said, "I don't. I honestly don't know if it's going to work." So the producers of Mom, the producers of Six Degrees of Separation, and the producers of Itania all yeah. figured it out. But it was it was crazy. I was like, "How am I going to?"
0: It Looks like uh, you're always working, though. I
1: I, I I I I well, that was crazy. That right. was a real. That was a kind of unusual. Yeah, no, yeah. A lot of things had to be finessed. Yeah, and then to to find out I didn't think for I mean you don't I think that's the best way to go into a role yeah. not like I'm doing this role because I'm going to win an Oscar for right. it um, I don't know how many people can do that or who have done that but right. um, I certainly didn't take it because of that I took it because of it was my friend Stephen who wrote it and it was a great script and great, I thought, tone, god, it's really great tone that really great Craig Gillespie good. god he's so he, he nailed that. Which one was he? He's the director. Oh, okay. He, yeah. he yeah, just the did a fantastic great. job. Um, so I was, uh, I, I, didn't know that was going to come of it. And then it started slowly building, the, the word of mouth, and then then getting nominated for things. And, and every time I'd win something, I thought, well, I'm not going to win the next thing. You know, it just kept the pressure kept building because of who I'm up against. You know, Laurie Metcalf is one of my favorite actors yeah, have of you all time. I've never. But I know her. I've you met her in passing. I just together. love her her so much so I was I, I just and and Octavia who's my yeah. dear friend I love and um, I, I just you know Mary J. Blige I, I, there were so many I, I so when when it was that night and yeah. I was waiting to hear my name it was more of when they said it it was more like oh my God, I, it was more of a relief that I didn't get to that point and, and lose because I right. had won. You know, it yeah. was just, there was so much pressure and so many people watching. I felt so so many people's shoulders and eyes on me wanting me to win. Yeah.
0: And,
1: and it was more like, oh my God, thank fucking God. Oh, yeah. thank God, thank God, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> yeah. And then getting up there, I was just like, I felt somewhat just very calm and like, I, I was just... It was it's a lot to go through one of those yeah. campaigns. I've never done anything like yeah. that. So yeah, it's and the crazy. line that my friend Nick Bakai gave me to say, you know, I did it all by my I did it all myself was so fun to say because it was so Yeah. I mean, you know, it's I memorized the lines and yeah. I, I said them,
0: but He's a funny Jesus, guy. How do you amazing. know him?
1: Nick and I were in college together. We went to uh, Kenyon College together. No kidding. But he yeah. was
0: involved with the the first iter uh, uh, the first comedy channel like a million years ago if I'm not mistaken
1: that that sounds right well he's our show uh, one of our showrunners on mom right
0: that's it and
1: uh, with gemma baker and and uh um they um Nick is fantastic i love I love him we did
0: plays together we did that's cool that's great yeah. cra- well so there you go that's yeah. a guy you've known forever yeah and that, and the movie was so, like I thought the movie was great, and you dedicated the Oscar to your brother yeah. He had passed away.
1: Yeah. Well, he took his own life. Oh. Yeah. He was um, suffering probably a lot of mental issues, um, substance abuse. Um,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. For was, his whole life.
1: Um, uh, I would say pretty much at least most of his adult, yeah, young adult life. I mean, he died when he was forty-nine, so oh I would God. say most of his late, third, mid-thirties on.
0: He just the struggle just got him.
1: Oh yeah. We, we he was in and out of places and we kept trying to get him to as my father said he just couldn't find a place to land
0: yeah oh yeah it was really sad is that something that's in your family um mental there's a lot of mental uh, addiction a, a lot of things yeah i yeah. would
1: say there's a there's some pathology yeah there um on both sides i would say yeah so yeah i think he just um i wish he had gotten the right help yeah I just I it has
0: been going on for years yeah. yeah yeah well I'm sorry to hear that I know me too I is know. that and that was that some like some of the impetus for doing a show like mom yeah I be- felt like I want I like it,
1: like it was a world that I felt that I wanted to be part of telling you know whatever I could do to de- Stigmatize to it, normalize, to normalize it, and show people not just you know the dramatic parts of of getting sober, but people who actually are are living in recovery and having and fun hilarious and hilarious and having fun. It just that felt like an important story for me to tell, and I wanted to because of my because of my brother. I feel like there are other ways I should be honoring him too, but I. Um, I think that's, I think a, think good that's a good way. Good
0: yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, like uh, you know, I've been I've been in the rooms for. Nineteen years, and like you know, there's there's a depth of humor and wisdom there that you, you know that it, it because of the language of recovery and because of the nature of people's personal stories in those rooms, yeah. like you know, you're laughing at stuff that's pretty fucking dark. Yeah, and it's pretty beautiful.
1: Well, he, I wish that he had found that um, that in the rooms. He just was like, I can't go to another fucking ch- church basement. I don't oh yeah, he go. just resisted. He did not like the community he didn't like going to meetings. He didn't he he I don't know. I would I a compulsion know why was did some too strong do, I guess is that it, what it is? Well, I think like, <laughs> you know,
0: everybody resists it at first, and it's just like there either you're going to have that moment where you know you've 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 really run out of ideas, right. Yeah. so and, and then all of a sudden, you realize, like, well, I can make this my own. There's there's obviously help here. And, you know, and there's no rules necessarily, yeah. right? So it's just a matter of, like, understanding the things for yourself and realizing, like, it, you know, getting past the way the 12 steps look on a wall as being these weird God-oriented things and yeah. sort of integrating them, you know, understanding powerlessness, right? Yeah. I mean, that... That, that's the whole trick.
1: I, yeah, I don't think he got that. And yeah. And the God thing always bothered Yeah, but you demon. can just remove that, I think. I know, I I feel like he had enough people telling him that, but he just didn't
0: yeah, want to
1: get it, I think.
0: Yeah, and, and there's like, there's nothing anyone can do after a certain point. No. You know, and, and yeah, I mean, the powerless thing is, it's 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 like, I don't know, like it, the disease is strong, you know?
1: Um, I've been in a lot of the uh, Al-Anon meetings right. and I love going to those, but oh, I even get self-conscious hard. thinking, does someone, do people think I'm here because of my show or what, you know, like I get, I feel bad thinking people will think that and then I went to one meeting where someone came up to me and said, just so you know you're not safe here so be careful what you say and I was like, copy that and mm-hmm. then I, like I even stop, I should be in the, in those rooms yeah. every day. I'm like the classic Al-Anon person in every. It's-
0: Way Codependency is a rough game, you know, because yeah. it's so fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, to have to learn how to do that if you don't have the, the boundaries or, you know, you're not. Like that That sort of like the idea of detaching but caring is a tricky. I know. Oh, it's like it it's. Hard, it was, it was, it was yeah, it's a most hard. heartbreaking
1: thing to. Because I think one of the last things we were just trying to get my brother to we were in, oh i don't even want to it's it's detached it's this detachment part and yeah. cutting off from yeah finances and things because it,
0: enabling trying
1: to yeah i'm trying not to enable um, yeah yeah um, just, and, and just w- wanting to enable because i want to because that's love to me <laughs> <laughs> to yeah yeah make what, him do feel safe? what do you yeah, need yeah how do you can you need I? some Xanax i'll go to laredo i'll yeah. go over the border and right i I mean, I don't even know what else all was in his system in, in the end, and I wish I did know.
0: But, but was know. it was on purpose.
1: Yes. Yeah. It uh. was very much on purpose. Hm. Mm.
0: So, I, but I think like it has working with, uh, you know, to sort of approach that as, as comedy must be kind of relieving yeah. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And Anna's really funny and you and you get to do like like just like three camera but like it was interesting when I watched it cuz I watched a, a bunch of them when I I talked to her yeah. it did, did not help the conversation <laughs> <laughs> That was the that, that that's way up there with one of the like kind of more challenging conversations cuz like you know we were engaging and we were deeply engaged yeah. but she wasn't
1: giving me much yeah, she she she's she she holds her cards close to her chest, and I kept know. pushing. She kept <laughs> charming me. I know she's like, no, 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 <laughs> we're not going to talk about that because then I have to talk about it. Yeah. She... she
0: she know but, but hilarious but i, but I liked it I, you know we i like having that tension and it, it was fun you know yeah. i think the the point where you know i'm talking to her while she's peeing was i think it was that the first that was my
1: favorite thing yeah it was the first on the show it was hilarious show. it was
0: hilarious she is
1: absolutely. she is so hysterical
0: but I think that like even though it's a three camera and even though you know it's it's very cleverly written but it's still a joke driven show yep. that there's a depth to it because of the nature of what you're yeah, doing and I'm
1: grateful for that because I don't I mean I know there's there's a lot of we have to serve the, the the jokes but I, I love the the moments that are yeah that quiet that we that, that are real and yeah there's definitely and, some yeah. real shit in there
0: yeah yeah, um, yeah. well I, I think you do great work. Mark, I think you do, too. And I'm now you know, I want you to go eat goose with Phil Rosenthal. Are you taking your parents? How's that work? Uh, yeah,
1: well, now I see I was all worried about the logistics of everything because my mom's not good in the car with other people. And um, so uh, my assistant is driving them, and then your guy... Yeah. who you picked uh, who, yeah who used to drive Jose, me occasionally say it was very nice yeah. a wonderful driver he's going to drop me off at Phil's house right now Yeah, I think you can get there should by 530
0: should I give you the exact address Would you, Phil, and tell, five, me, tell me where the five, house he five, bought five, his parents five, is five, five, yeah, I'd like five. to know where that is where's the house that <laughs> Phil bought his parents <laughs> I was going to ask him that when I see him <laughs> I don't know I, I'm fine with Phil I hope he's fine with me well
1: he sounded like
0: he was but I'll find out more no no don't let's right. just leave it where it's at alright nice talking to you nice talking to you too Wow, that was great. What a great time. What a great talk. What a great person. I like her. I love her. I love her. Is that all right? So, again, Mom is on uh, on CBS on Thursday nights. It's in its sixth season, and uh, Troop Zero, Allison's new movie, has its world premiere at Sundance this Friday. I'm going to play my three chords in a slightly different way than I usually play them again. Okay? So let's do that. My three chords happening now.